to goodness and gracious, what I told the you. World? I know. Well, I'm tired of the same old welcome back. <laughs> okay. We start saying welcome back, Hotter, or I don't know, but I'm just, I feel like we're, yeah, we're a, in a broken re- re- yeah. <laughs> broken record. I'm Chrissy. I'm Renee. Um, if you have listened to the previous two episodes, we thank you for <laughs> sticking with us. If you haven't, oh, we at least hope they watched all of it. <laughs> yeah. Or listened to all of it. Turning you off. <laughs> Um, so if you haven't, we encourage you to do so. And as always, we encourage any feedback and questions. Um, so please let us know if you um, have any questions. We definitely don't want to um, anyone to be confused or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can try to clear some things up if you aren't understanding what we're saying. Facebook message would be great. Facebook message. No, I mean, I yep. have, I, I can check email. I just don't know what it is to give yeah. it to you. I still don't know. It, I, don't, I have it. It was not, goodness. It's right on the goodness Facebook gracious. Page. Is it goodness and gracious at gmail.com? Goodness and gracious podcast. I didn't think it's a think, podcast. I don't know. I, I thought it said podcast. I can look it up on my phone. We are so not on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. isn't that horrible? We and there, we probably have like a hundred emails in there and we've never gotten them. No, I, I check them. You do check? Yeah, okay. There's there's nothing in okay, there. Okay, just spam. Yeah. Just hate, spam. Hate that spam. Yeah. So as promised, we're going to conclude with, um, we talked, we touched on this a little bit the last time, um, what our roles and responsibilities are when it comes to God and to other women. And going back to the foundation of what we have been talking about, love God and love people, we can begin to simplify our purpose. It's not hard. It really, really isn't. Um, Anything that is said and done uh, must have its origin in the Word of God, what that what the Word of God says, what is best for people, and what is glorifying to God, and not what our preferences. I've got a tickle. <laughs> She's got a apologize. tickle. She, I apologize. All times I apologize. got a tickle. <laughs> <laughs> I am not tickling her. Just let's be clear on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. So a while ago, we did a study on the book of uh, Titus, the Titus 2 woman. Hmm. Um, so this is where I've uh, taken the scripture from. The book of Titus is a book written by Paul to Titus for the main purpose of establish, establishing church order. Do you want me to read that? Yeah. <laughs> Titus 2, 1. <laughs> but speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. So I thought this was... I thought it was profound scripture. I don't, I think people read right past it and they're like, I don't know, you mm-hmm. know, that's, that's really, you know, not saying anything, but Paul is telling Titus, you need to establish this doctrine in the church by preaching the roles and responsibilities. That's what he's saying. He's saying, build your church on this teaching. And so we're going to skip past the men <laughs> since we're just focusing on us women. Um, and, and that's pertinent to what we're talking about here. So Titus 2, 3, and 4, chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. <laughs> the aged woman, likewise, that they may be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may that they may be teachers. Sorry. Teachers. <laughs> yes, this is maybe no, that, te- that, that they, they may, may teach, teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, 
keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. I need you all to pray for me because she's never, she's going to kill me when we get done with this. <laughs> so just say a little prayer for me. Yeah, that's a little rough. You may, you may not, may not. My eyes don't focus me, on the little font. You may not see me again. <laughs> She'll be like, you need to read your own scripture. Yeah, it's all right. <clears throat> Is that KJV? <laughs> CKJV. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to focus on two of the words in this portion of scripture, discreet and chaste. Um, discreet has many uh, definitions that apply here. Uh, one, having or showing discernment or good judgment in conduct, unpretentious, modest, unobtrusive, and unnoticeable. I found these online. Modesty is an attitude of humility and decency in dress, grooming, language, and behavior. If you are modest, you do not draw undue attention to yourself. Instead, you seek to glorify God in your body and in your spirit. Modesty in the Bible is less of self and more of Christ. We exist to honor God with our physical bodies and behavior. Yes. And we we kind of, um, I think we look at the... We, I think I said this before, we look at modesty and we want to, we kind of gag on that word because we think it's, it means something that we've put our own meaning on it. Mm -hmm. um, but God uses this. I mean, it's right there in scripture, modest, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I feel like we have come so far from the intended meaning of scripture um, at the risk of sounding repetitive. Our liberty has been placed above just about anything else these days. I mean, we don't, we take, we can take the word of God, but we place our liberty above that, you know? And what does it mean to show dis discernment in light of being unobtrusive and unnoticeable? It means that you love God and you love people by putting some thought into not only what you wear, but what you do and say as well. Being obtrusive means to be noticeable in an unwelcome or intrusive way. So why, this is my question, why would a Christian woman want to be known as saying, doing, wearing anything that is intrusive? Yet this seems to be the norm these days. Everybody just mm -hmm. looks because we've we've come, become so numb to it yeah. is what it is. And nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody anymore. wants to talk about nobody it. Nobody talks about that, Bruno. No, they don't. <laughs> I know. And that's so sad. And we're going to get into that. Um, <clears throat> so one of the definitions of chaste is pure in thought and in act. Once again, love God and love people. Loving God and loving people makes being discreet, chaste, modest, makes sense. And I don't think that you it can make sense outside of loving God and loving people. When I love God, I am concerned with bringing glory to him and everything that I say, do, wear, etc. When I love God, loving people falls in line and loving people means that I want to edify them or build them mm -hmm. up. It is impossible to build up people um, by showing more of you than is meant to be seen by anyone other than your husband. It's impossible to build people up like that. It is also impossible to please God by partaking in things that you, that would draw you away from him 
And it is also impossible to build people up by wearing or saying things that make them think things that are contrary to God. We have a responsibility. And ladies, it is impossible to build up other women by creating an environment that makes them question your intentions, makes them uncomfortable, um, threatens the integrity of your of our calling. And this is not only referring to our appearance, but also to it involves our attitudes. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, most people want to fit in. So it's like, basically, I've got this crowd over here. I do these things with and these Christian people all be like this. You can't be like, how do you keep that straight? Yeah. So when you live your life that you are, this is acceptable here. And this is acceptable here. And these can't cross lines. How do you how do you keep your life straight Mm -hmm. like that? Well, you're not going to eventually, it's going to get crossed up. You are going to mess up. Yes, you are. (laughs) But the sad part is, it doesn't matter except for God's watching you no matter which group you're in. Yeah. So it's like, you think you can be getting away with it over here. I know. It, it I've, don't never work that been way. Able, I've never been no. able to understand that. You think you're hiding something <laughs> yeah, and that's all it comes back to integrity. Yeah. What do you do when, when nobody but, except for God is watching and listening? What's so saying your sins will find you out. Yes. And so, they will. Mm-hmm. Scary. Yeah. How I would give to relive some of my Christian years again. Um, I failed absolutely miserably in this category. I thankfully he's worked on my heart and is still changing me in ways I wouldn't have thought of. We all need to do some soul searching, praying for God to show us what we need to change in our lives when it comes to this subject. I'm talking about modesty and how you dress, your behavior, loving people, just like we just got done talking about. Being everything that God called you to be. Exactly. One of my all-time favorite skits from the skits guys, if you've never ever watched them, please go to YouTube and watch them, is the chisel. Yeah. I mean, I could watch that yes. over and yeah. over and over again, except for it's very painful. <laughs> the description is when God chisels the dead weight out of our lives, it can be very painful. Yes. We are to be new creation in his image when we accept him as our savior. He is creating a masterpiece and a master builder needs to chisel away what doesn't belong and remove all the rough edges, whether we like it or not, yes. whether it hurts or not. Yep. We need to resemble him in every area of our life. Will we mess up? Absolutely. Yes. Yep. <laughs> we aren't home yet. So On we, the are, daily. <laughs> we are not perfect, but we strive to be perfect just like Jesus was. Right. And I guarantee you that Jesus would be uh, chaste and discreet. You know what I'm saying? He, he did what was most, he was God, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. love God love people. He was most concerned with what was going on and what was happening to the people around him, what he was doing for them. He wasn't concerned with his liberties Mm -hmm. and he has all the liberty. Right. So, so one last thing um, that I want to mention, not only do we need to love God and love people, we need to love ourselves Mm -hmm. like God loves us. (laughs) I try. That one hits too close to home. Let's go to the next subject. Nope. We're going to sit here just for a second. I don't have anything else written on this. But I, I didn't just, read ahead of this podcast. Before. I have made a discovery. I have made a discovery. I have put two and two together and come up with four. What? Yep. Renee, the reason why. So when you. You're talking about let's talk about your kids. Okay. We'll talk about that, Bruno. People don't understand that God loves them. They don't, they don't, there are some people that really cannot grasp that. Now, I don't think we can fully understand that, but there are some people out there that do not believe 
that God loves them and not that they aren't worthy of that, just that they don't, that that's just not a real thing. I, I find that so hard to believe, especially when it, when you're talking about a woman, because you know how you love your kids and the love of God for his children is along that line. So it's not, we're never going to completely understand how God loves us, but we can kind of grasp. It's like Gary said this morning in his message that you would fight a grizzly bear for Josh or Rachel. Mm-hmm. And I believe that because I would do that for my children that as well. We would do would it for have, a snake. I would have to rethink. No, I, I don't think you would. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. Would. I wouldn't. <laughs> but you love them unconditionally. There isn't anything that they could do that you would not love them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That would make them make you not love them. But that's the way God is. And now, because you love them that way, they know that you love them. That makes them want to be all that they can be and not look at what their liberties are when it comes to being your child. If you do not grasp that God loves you, it's not going to be important Mm. to you to be all that he's calling you to be. It's not going to be important. And guess what? I'm finding that I'm seeing that played out in in people. Seriously. And it saddens me. He has a calling on our lives. And we need to embrace that calling and all that goes along with it. And his commandments are not grievous. And that's what I'm saying is they clearly lay out what is needed for um, the making of the Christian life. But if you don't understand that God loves you, those things are can be grievous to you. I really, really believe that. And God knows what is best for us in all things. But I think that pride plays a big part in how people view the standards that are laid out in Scripture. They feel that being discreet or chaste really cuts into their liberty. Okay. And not only does it cut into their liberty, it prevents them from doing what everybody else is doing. We just Mm -hmm. talked about that. When in reality, their liberty um, that is God-given allows them to not have to do what everyone else is doing. A bondage is what causes you to be like everyone else. Freedom allows you to not conform to the world. And I think that people They've have got that, that so mixed up. up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have it so mixed up. And, you know, I, our roles and responsibilities to, this is kind of reform here, to each other is it's my job to school. Like we read that the, the older women teach the younger women. It's our job to do that. Why don't we do that anymore? Yeah. You know why? It's become taboo to to pull someone aside. I <laughs> well, we kind of expect things to just take care of themselves, but um it's our job. We start with our daughters. We start with them and we're like this is how this is what's respectable, okay? And then you come to I don't expect somebody that comes into the church has never been in church a day of their life to understand what modesty is. I don't expect them to understand mm-hmm. what it's like to be discreet, what it's like to be chaste. But as you go along and you sit on that teaching, I expect that you learn that. Now there's going to be times along the way when you may have to be schooled. I've had to be schooled in some things since I've been in this church. Right. <clears throat> Why have we shunned the responsibility 
because we're we're afraid to cause offense is what the the problem is. But I want if I want what's best for you, and I want what's glorifying to God. What's wrong with doing what God says? You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I just I think that we've kind of shunned that um, that whole responsibility thing. Yeah, sweep it under the rug. Yes, <laughs> but I like that you added this to your um, writings for this podcast because I, th- I thought that was kind of neat. So good. Yeah, I was I'm like, well, thank you, Jesus, because <laughs> it's yes. not me. It was just I don't know. <laughs> Psalms 139, 13 and 14. We should just be able to just, I know, without even reading it, right? Yeah, you want to do it? For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Ta da! <laughs> this is our doc meeting theme verse, and we recite it every doc meeting. Um, we actually had to memorize it, so yes. we did good. <laughs> yep. But when I was preparing for this podcast, pop podcast, I can't even seriously. <laughs> this we ate too much. <laughs> this podcast mm-hmm. on modesty, and I read and jotted down these verses. The word "covered." Yes. I mean, it just jumped out at me. Yep. Covered me in my mother's womb. So I looked the definition up in my Bible. Uncovered. It means put something on top of. Shield, shelter. Yeah. Seriously, yes. I mean. Covered. Yes. Right there. Before we were made, we were covered. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's not really the quite the meaning of this verse, but I thought it was profound. Yeah, I do. And so. especially this, this verse, um, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. We are important to God. Mm-hmm. In turn, he expects that the ones he loves are important to us too. Love God, love people. Um, I would never, it doesn't matter if it has to do with words or if it has to do with what I'm wearing, what I do. Um, we should always be seeking. It doesn't matter if you're dealing with the lost or you're dealing with the saved, um, the unchurched or the churched. Our goal should always be to point people to Christ. Mm-hmm. And it is very, it is impossible to do that if you are, um, by what you say, what you do, what you wear, if you're creating an environment that, um, is uncomfortable for the people that you're around. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. I don't want to wear something that's going to cause another man, whether it doesn't matter if they're saved or if they're lost. I don't want to wear something that's going to cause them to think something that is going to be contrary to God. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. It is my responsibility as a woman, as a Christian woman, to make sure that that doesn't happen. Right. One thing that I told Gary after the other podcast air, I'm like, I should have hit on that. Well, now I'm going to. Do you hit it? I'm going hit to. It, girl. I'm going to get this Bruno. <laughs> okay, I want to hear it. Swimwear. Yeah. For a Christian woman, mm-hmm. should not be a bikini. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there because you've got everybody on the beach. Yeah. Looking at you, are you showing? If just like I said, if Jesus was walking out of the water or on top of the water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be on top of that. At you, yeah. coming towards you, yeah. and you're standing in a bikini, would you feel comfortable? Yeah. Or would you be going to get in your cover up quickly? Yeah. Now, I have a hard time. There's, I'm saying there's modest bathing suits out there. Right. I'm not saying you have to wear a long sleeve or whatever. Yeah. They have tanks and shorts. Yep. As long as they cover your skin, 
for the most part. Yes. You're good. And I'm not saying shorts all the way down to the knees. Oh my gosh, you can't swim in that. Yeah. You know, you got to use some common sense when it comes to bathing suits. Yeah. But a Christian woman, I'm just saying, should not be wearing a bikini. I agree. But we, like you said, we have, um, these things have been, become so taboo for us to talk about um, because it's not proper to talk about mm-hmm. them. It's not what everyone else is doing. Um, we think that we have liberty. We think that we have freedom to do whatever you, um, let me just make this clear. If you think that you have the liberty to wear something that's going to cause someone else to think things because they see mm-hmm. too much of something, you're wrong. You know, that's, yeah. that's, if that's not liberty, <laughs> your liberty is to, um, you don't have to be like that. You can, Take the situation that you're in and you can be an example of what God wants you to be. Um, I, back to the story that I told the last time, I don't think that if I wasn't a bet that I would put a bikini on. <laughs> so, um, uh, I don't think I would do that, but um, I'm glad that you touched on that because what, I think what, that, Where does set apart from the world come into play when it comes to Christians and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> We could, we could get into. I understand when you're at the beach, and you can have, you you could have your modest bathing suit. People's not going to say, "Oh, she's a Christian." No, I'm not saying that. No, but you're not going to have any other man lusting after your body either. Right. Exactly. You know. Yep. I completely agree with that. I just Heck. I don't I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I there are some. I'm like like she said. I am not. You don't have to wear long sleeves. You don't have right. to wear long pants. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do that. Um, there are some modest swimwear places that you can purchase them. Are, sometimes mm-hmm. you're going to pay a little bit more right. for your quality, yeah. you know, garments. But um, is it worth it to you? What, That's sad to you, What know? kind of sacrifice? I know. You got to pay more. But what's the sacrifice? Nobody wants to sacrifice anymore. Yeah. Okay. Nobody wants to do that. And that makes me sad. Yeah. It really, really does. Because they say, they think that if you're doing things God's way, that it's just going to flow really simple for you. And it's just going (laughs) to be all, no, you're going to have to sacrifice who it was. um, David could have, someone was willing to give him something to give to the Lord. And he's like, I'm not going to take what you give me. Don't, this is my version. So, um, (laughs) and sacrifice that to the Lord. That's not my sacrifice at all. That's something sacrifice hurts, Mm -hmm, you know, sacrifice cuts in someplace and leaves you with a little bit of a hole. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it does. It, it's, uh, it's meant to be that Mm -hmm. if it doesn't cost you anything, what is it? What are you proving? Right. You know, what are you doing? So mm. I'm hoping <laughs> that you got at least a little bit out of this. Um, this was kind of odd for us to do a three part three part yeah. segment three weeks in a row. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I feel that it's what God would have us to do. And this is probably going to be a subject later on, too. It's not it's not going to be a one and done mm-hmm. um, really um, praying about. And we would like everyone to pray. You know, I don't know if we've ever asked them to pray for us. Mm-mm. Pray for us that we would um, hit on some things that are pertinent to women these days, because that's the whole purpose of this podcast right. is to address the issues of women today 
And when I say issues of women today, I don't mean, you know, what pop culture, I mean, the Bible's not pop culture. The Bible mm -hmm. is, it was said, that's what it meant. And we want to take and get the meat from that to help women grow in their Christian lives. Mm -hmm. Lives? Lives. lives. Yes. We'd really like for you to contact us. Yes. If you have any questions, especially over this three yeah. part. Yes. Modestly one. I mean, even if you want to bash us, we're okay yeah. with that. Just email us. Bring it on. Message us on Facebook. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> If you have questions with what we said, we're we're totally open to that. Yes. So, yes, it's important that we yes. understand it exactly. And we're not always going to see eye to eye on everything, but you can't take some. You can't take scripture and say, "Well, we don't have to do this." Mm -hmm. You know, this isn't important to God because clearly, it's important to God. It's right there. Yeah. So, next time is going to be Easter. Easter time. One of my favorite times of year. <laughs> You're going to start singing? Yeah. The most. Oh, wait a minute. Wonderful That's Christmas. time yep. of the year. <laughs> oh, okay. Guess what? This is a big. It's going to be a big shock to you. Without Christmas, there'd be no Easter. What? Without Easter. No, without Christmas, there's no point of Easter. Without Never mind. Without <laughs> Christmas, there's no Easter. They go together. They can both be the most wonderful yes, time of the year. Exactly. So. All right. We hope you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Hope you let's stay to the end. <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't have. Maybe they shouldn't have. All right. Until next time. See ya. See ya.